All right, well, here we are again, folks. I think I'm probably parked illegally by about, I don't know, three inches on a crosswalk, but really rolling the dice over here because it's always a gamble. You know, the police don't really come around here unless they're going to give you a ticket, which uh, you do that math. But I am quite tired, folks. It's, uh, this daylight savings bullshit. Really, uh, really fucking everything up. Um, I'm not going to be one of those people that complains that it exists because I think it does serve somewhat of a purpose. It's just another thing that's really stupid. Um, so I'm fucking tired. I'm sitting here drinking a latte, not a cappuccino, a latte today. I like to switch it up. Today I did something a little different. I waited until I parked because I value my mental health. And that's my my body, my choice. And if that's a problem... If you come here for the content of me getting angry and yelling at cars, well, today, you're just going to have to deal with it. It's that simple. I don't make these sacrifices for you. This is for me. Yeah, but daylight savings really, uh, really shows you how free you are, right? If your body can adjust to that hour on your own terms, then, you know, you're in good shape. Then you have flexibility and freedom. Or, or you're stuck in traffic with the rest of us. Looking at the signs that say, uh, don't drive drowsy. What was, it was some stupid slogan. It was like, wake up, save lives, stay awake, save lives. That's like, that's basically a sign at a fast food place saying, don't be fat. That's the level of logic and thought and care that went into that sign. Recognizing there's a problem without any viable solution. How about you fix the traffic, huh? How about you do that so that people don't fall asleep while they're in traffic? Can we at least start there? No, we'll just make a sign about it and then we did our part. We wrote our letter. We did our post. We addressed the issue at its core by writing a letter or making nice words to show that we know there's a problem. Nope. Daylight savings and freedom. But the, the real benefit is it's going to get sunny now. It's going to stay sunny longer. And that's, that's always a good thing. This winter... Uh, was not a cold, hard winter of death and gloom, as we were promised, which is a good thing. I'm glad these people are wrong who make those predictions, because they're evil. But, um, you know, if I was free, if I wasn't tired, I probably wouldn't be here doing this here podcast. I'd be, uh... 
I wouldn't be living my life. No, no, no. That's not what happy people do. Happy people don't live their lives quietly. I would be online telling you about how happy I am. I would be online teaching you how to be happy just like me because I'm so happy and free. That's what I would be doing if I was free and happy and fulfilled. I'd be telling you how free and happy and fulfilled I am. Because that's what you do. You'd build a whole personality online about it. And then you'd make all your little threads. And they'd all be about the same stupid shit. About how happy and fulfilled you are. And how you listen to sermons while you're eating breakfast. And all that shit. And how fulfilled you are. And how you should be fulfilled too. And then I'll say matter of factly what's wrong with the world. Because I know. I have that information, and I smugly know it, and because I say it, that means I'm better than you. That's what I'd be doing if I was happy and free. But instead, I'm sitting here, parked illegally, sipping a latte. Well, you know, funny thing, too, I, uh, I, I, since I don't think in tweets anymore, since I think in monologues, I, I write them down when I go on my walks. I write down the little topics I want to riff on. And of course, I didn't bring my jacket today because it's getting nice out and I'm tired of wearing that big bulky fucking thing. So I, uh, I left it in my pocket. So once again, once again, folks, you get the real thing. You get the real raw dogs shooting shit right now. Um, but I'm going to try to do a little, a little longer of an episode today. You know, I'm trying to pick up the slack over here. It's been, uh, it's, we're celebrating the one year anniversary of the Soaring 20 Social Club, which is a wonderful accomplishment. I mean, it's been a crazy year. A lot of fun stuff going on there. A lot of fun stuff I'm proud of to be a part of. And uh, there was no podcast this week over there. So I figured I'd pick up some of that slack. You know, things happen. Things come up. Craig Burgess had some things that got in the way of the recording, and that's fine. So as he did for me, you know, he helped me out when I was sick. He inspired me to get in there and do it. I'm going to, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to talk shit for a little longer today. Now I'm not going to make any promises, right? I'm not going to promise you I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to do that because I don't know how this thing is going to go. I never do. I never know. I kind of just hit the record button and, uh, I just go, I go. And that's a real, it's a real skill to have. Some people are really good at it, and I want that skill. I want to be able to just talk shit and go. Because that's that's funny to me. Um, and after listening to literally thousands of hours of podcasts of the greats just going, I mean, it's really a sensibility. I don't know how much you can actually cultivate it successfully. Because essentially you have to create your own feedback loop, especially when I'm talking to myself. I'm not having a conversation with anyone. 
having a conversation to an imaginary audience. It's not even a soliloquy, it's a monologue. I, I know there's an audience there, but they, I can't see them, I can't hear them. I get feedback from them. Sometimes I even get sound bites made of the Mad Space podcast played on the Wednesday audio, which is just a wonderful part of my day, which means I have people listening solely to snip up the sound bites. What? What? That's right. Do you even have fans or do you have people making sound bites? That's the real question, folks. You know, what good is a podcast if it's not going to be, if no one's going to take notes on it and share it so that other people can extract value from it, right? Isn't that, isn't that why we do these things, for value? Not to create sustaining works of art that will last past us? Not to create a legacy for our children to listen in on when we're long gone? I suppose it's a very romantic ideal. But uh, it's better than just producing for the sake of producing, right? Is it? Is it, though? Is it? Uh, speaking of the, the podcasts uh, that Craig and Tom do, they, uh, there is a section about biscuits that uh, I feel I need to comment on. I think that's a good place to dig in for a little bit. Um, apparently, biscuits mean something different. I've gone over this before between chips and fries. Um, you know, I I would like to see other names for things to be different, like, like you know, the folks, uh, the British folks calling chicken wings wingies or something or cluckies or so giving it another funny name that we here in America can arrogantly laugh at um, but they were discussing biscuits and apparently biscuits and cookies um, are not synonymous because cookies are meant to have chips, chocolate chips not chocolate potato chips, huh? huh? see that? They have chocolate chips in them. Uh, that's a cookie. Or that's a biscuit. I don't I don't remember, okay? I don't remember because it was funny and it was silly. Um, but they have biscuits. Their biscuits are like cookies, okay? British biscuits are like cookies. Now, over here in America, the country that God blessed, the greatest country in the world, in America, biscuits are savory. Biscuits are like a pastry almost in terms of, uh, well, pastries are sweet. Damn it. No. Biscuits, they're, uh, there's a, uh, an ethnic dish, an American dish. It's ethnic because it's American called biscuits and gravy, which is a savory dish. Biscuits are traditionally savory because you put butter on them and they're like rolls. Um, and you can make delicious sandwiches with a biscuit. In fact, most of our fast food restaurants, terrible example, use biscuits as the bread for the breakfast sandwiches. 
bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. So a biscuit is savory and it's delicious. This guy moving his car? Yes, yes, yes. No more fear of illegal parking. I'm, I'll back up. Yeah, buddy. We're going to continue this biscuit conversation in Una Momento. All right. Isn't that nice? Well, well, I got cut off. Um, I don't know where I got cut off. I was very excited about what just happened. I got, I got to move up in my spot, and now I have a, secured my position in a legal spot. And I feel much better about it. I don't remember what I was talking about. And I tend to repeat myself. So. That's. Uh, I'm sure you're used to that shit by now. But. Uh, like I was saying. Biscuits in America. They're not cookies. They're. Usually savory. And. We make sandwiches with them. We dip them. In eggs. And we have biscuits and gravy. Now, gravy is another topic in itself, um, especially the gravy with biscuits and gravy. It's usually made with, like, pork shortening, and uh, it's like a roux. It's absolutely phenomenal. Quite the dish. Um, real, real comfort food, biscuits and gravy. You're not doing anything productive that day after you eat that. It gives you the itis. You just got to sleep. Um, but I don't know if I repeat myself, I repeat myself often, so you're probably used to it. But in terms of biscuits as cookies, biscuits as dessert, um, rarely, rarely do we use biscuits for dessert. I'm really trying to think my brain isn't functioning properly. I don't feel very articulate. I'm probably repeating myself. You should get used to me repeating myself, but by now you're probably used to it already. Um, yeah, no, biscuits, biscuits, not even close to the same meaning. Um, which is funny. You see here, I've always heard of crumpets, tea and crumpets, yet I've never heard the British folks mention crumpets at all, which I find to be suspicious. What have I been told my whole fucking life about tea and crumpets? Has this been a fucking lie? Have I been lied to about tea and crumpets? Because my whole life, I was under the impression that British people, at random points in the day, or at one specific point in the day, they stop whatever the fuck they're doing, and they sit down, and they have tea and crumpets, and talk about jolly good things. That's what I've been told my whole fucking life, okay? That's what I am made to understand about the fabric of British culture. They have a monarchy that they still worship. God save the queen, tea and crumpets. That's what I know. And I haven't heard one mention of a fucking crumpet. What is a crumpet? Because from the description of a biscuit, that sounds like what a crumpet is. Because crumpets are not biscuits. And crumpets would solve a lot of the semantic differences on this culinary excursion. And now I'm all worked up over crumpets. See how that happens? All right, well, the first half's going very well. We're doing really good. 
We're doing well. Um, I gotta go in soon. I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to remember what I, what I was going to talk about. A lot of starting to work. What I got over here? Oh, um, great conversation the other day about, uh, urban doomerism. I guess we'll refer to that as, and, uh, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. Uh, you know, I'm in New York and, um, it's not looking good. I, um, I'm trying to be optimistic about it, but I'm really not, especially for the short term. Short term is in a couple of years. I think it's going to be a, a pretty rough patch. Um, cause I have friends on the force and you know, they're not optimistic. They're trying to be, I know a lot of good ones, really good ones that I wish I could clone and replicate like in Star Wars and make them uh, the police you know maybe that's the answer a clone army but then that's what killed the Jedi so I don't know if that's a good idea either well moving right along um, it's funny with those discord conversations because you know you, you, you jump in and you're in the middle of the stream, you know, you you contribute, and then you jump out for a second, and then you come back, and it's like uh, plus 567 messages, and you're like, that's not happening. So what I'm going to do is maybe make some points that have already been made, but uh, try to discover some new ideas about the topic in my little feedback loop I have here of me just talking. But I'm probably going to repeat myself, and you're used to that by now, because I repeat myself often. So, um, again, uh, you know, the cities are in trouble in terms of the whole policing thing. I think that's a big problem in terms of crime. I see that as a trend getting significantly worse. Uh, I think it's a manufactured issue. I think it's not simply bureaucratic woke politics. I think there's other things at play. And um, that's what makes me not optimistic about it or more suspicious about it because there's a lot of things going on in that domain. Also, you know, the policies are just ridiculous. I mean, now there's Vegan Fridays here for New York City public schools. So they can't give any, out any animal products except milk. So right off the bat, except milk, they give them milk. They give the kids milk. So it's not a vegan Friday. Right there. But when they give them bagels, they can't give them cream cheese. And the kitchen is not allowed to give out cream cheese because that is not vegan. But they can direct you to the refrigerator where the milk is you could have the milk just not cream cheese because dairy is different in cream cheese form and milk form and it's these little little nuggets of lunacy that you know make me not feel very optimistic um and it's that kind of shit because then everyone applauds of this new policy of being so progressive and you know, improving health and fighting global 
warming, whatever the hell they're calling it now, climate justice, climate justice, that's one, um, and it's, it's just, it's stupid, and it's insulting, it's insulting to anyone who has half a brain, it's, it's disparaging, it's an insult to your intelligence as a human being, so, that's what makes it seem so gloomy, and, um, you know, that's why I went out. That's why I went out. Oh, that's what it was. I, I didn't get the job. I didn't even make it to the interview. I got uh, the generic decline. I got the generic decline from the hiring company, which, of course, you respond to thanking them for, their, for the opportunity and asking for feedback and to keep you in mind for any uh, future positions, right? That's what you do. And, uh, you know, I can't tell if I should be disappointed because from what I read of the description of the job, it sounded really nice, like I would crush it. And uh, I didn't think that was possible, so that made me excited. And on top of that, I can't tell if that's actually what it was or if it was some fantasy I created and imbued it onto this job. Because uh, I tend to do that. I tend to make these little fantasies of my cope reality and invest a lot of time and effort into that. But I don't think it was that. And I believe if I'm aligned, then it's meant to be. And I will achieve these things. And if not, then it's not aligned. Then it's I need to either do deeper work. I need to make stronger commitments and go on my path or sometimes shit just fucking happens too but you always have to be prepared for random shit to just happen i think that's what the stoics try to try to uh prepare you for is the inevitable bullshit you're going to have to deal with that's far out of your control and how important your perception is of it but like most things the Stoicism movement has been co-opted by a bunch of whiny bitches online who have no grounding in reality and just use that as a platform to create a personality that extracts any real meaning from it and turns it into content for you to consume and pretend that it makes a difference for you. Like, subscribe, retweet, join my mailing list. But you know here, folks... We're not about that. I only ask one thing of you. And one thing only. And that's to buy me a fucking cappuccino. That's all I want. You don't have to like it. You don't have to subscribe. You don't have to listen. Just buy me a cappuccino. And then listen if you want. If not, no hard feelings. I won't hold it against you. Um, Alright, well, look. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go up. Maybe I'll come back down and uh, do another section. We'll see. You know, I got I to gotta carry a lot of weight here today. And I don't mind doing it. Because that's what you do when you're a member of an online community. You create imaginary obstacles to uh, solidify relationships that exist mainly in the uh, digital domain. Right? With the hope of uh, meeting up one day, going to a fucking steak dinner, shooting the shit, 
laughing, you know? That's the best case scenario. Unless you want to build a compound and buy an island, you know, then we can talk. Now we're talking, you know, funnel the money through crypto, purchase a large island off the coast of Ireland or something, and, um, you know, bring the wife and kids along. What could possibly go wrong in that scenario? I don't think anything. I think that sounds like what it was meant to be. Right? Okay. All right, round three. Here we go. Setting a new record. Everyone's fucking pissing me the fuck off today, so. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know how long this will last, but, you know. Uh, Meme Beard's going good. Still growing. You know, it's a bit scruffy. And uh, my wife expressed how she doesn't like the beard. So the beard will continue to grow until the compliments start coming. That's the only rational response to that, right? Can't, uh, can't give in to your wife and what she wants or likes. That'd be fucking crazy. So you double down and you grow it longer until she likes it, right? Isn't that, isn't that what we do? Isn't that the move? That feeling when you don't have a meme wife to match your meme beard. Take pictures of the homestead and our 50 kids and the nice fresh butter we churned together and all the livestock we have. And then we could go on YouTube and make a whole series. And then uh, I could expand my empire. And one day my children, they too, will grow meme beards. I think something like that. I think that could work. Uh, I'd like to clarify that jelly goes on biscuits in America too. I want to bring that back from before. I repeat myself often, so you should be used to that by now because I do repeat myself a lot. Um, But yeah, we put jelly on biscuits and that's pretty yummy. Some nice boysenberry jelly. Some jam. That goes great on biscuits. But again, biscuits are traditionally more of a savory enterprise. Um, but look, whatever you want to call it across the pond, that's fine. With your little wingies. And your chippies. And your, and your biscuits. Come talk to me when we're going to talk fucking crumpets. Alright? That's what I want. Uh, well, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. I'm glad I got my little meme beard for it. Maybe I'll dye it green, you know, because I have no Irish in me at all. There's nothing about my DNA that is Nordic at all. I'm excruciatingly Mediterranean, uh, a little bit Middle Eastern, and very Albanian. Who'd have thunk it, you know? I'm mainly majority Southern Italy, which proud of. North Southern Italy, not Southern Southern. I'm not talking Sicily, but I've probably said that before and I'm repeating myself. So you should be used to that. Um, but for the most part today can just go fuck itself. I'm tired of everyone's shit. Uh, I think everyone's kind of having the same day over here, at least my coworkers. So because we all feel the same, I could deduce that it is something universal and that you now feel it too, 
And how you actually feel is irrelevant. Because how I think you feel is what matters. And don't forget that. Um, so, you know, it's nice out today. We got that going for us. Shit is thawing. Things are moving. Uh, the renewal of life of the spring is upon us. And quite frankly, I would like to bask in that energy, for I need it. I need to bask in such things. And I hope that you will bask as well. Because basking is important. It's one of the better parts of the human experience, as you may know. You may have seen the memes with the basking shark, created by friend of the podcast, executive producer of the podcast, uh account executive in charge of Cappuccino Acquisition. Yes, Brother Keith with a C. Um, he's actually um, a mighty meme smith. So we look forward to the things he comes up with. Uh, I'm trying to think of what direction to take this show. Probably nowhere, but I'd like to make it... Uh, I'd like to make more funny memes about it, so have at it. Uh, considering moving to Substack simply so you can get emails when the podcast comes out, uh, or maybe I'll just do a MailChimp. I could do that, but they're kind of stupid. So, and I, you know, I, who's got time for that? Who's got time? I sure as shit don't have time to be doing that. You know, we'll see though. We'll see. Maybe I'll hire a team. I'll hire a production team, and, you know, I can't justify that expense, and I could pay them in cappuccinos. That's the only real way I could foresee moving forward, is something like that. But most likely, I will continue to do the same thing until I eventually abandon this project like I do most other endeavors in my life. So... Get it while you can. Get it while the getting's good, gang. Because this good ain't going to be getting. I got to start shopping for a new car. Uh, Which is absolutely a nightmare experience dealing with car dealerships. So I might just do the online thing. Simply to have to avoid the literal scum of the earth. These people who sell cars. uh, Especially on Long Island. It is a different breed of animal the long island car salesman or woman because let me tell you those women are just as ruthless and you know it's a whole day you you negotiate for no reason and it's a hustle it's a hustle and when you leave you need a shower you need a shower because you're you're now their filth is a big aura of disgustingness and the second you walk in the door you get hit by a wave of awfulness and it infects your being and you need to wash it off. You need to cleanse. You need to bask in the sunshine to cleanse yourself of the unholy experience of purchasing a vehicle. And then that's something I'm not looking forward to, but it's something that's necessary, but I don't know. I don't know what kind of vehicle I want. Am I going to go with the commuter car with the good mileage? Because gas is going to be $12 soon because that's how you fight wars at home, right? 
So I don't know what the fuck. Should I get a pickup truck? I'd like that. There's more utility in that. I could do things, but what would I do with a pickup truck? Use it for my homestead with my meme beard when I build things like a chicken coop. Will I ever get to that point? I hope so. I think so. Do all that shit, right? You know, we'll see. We'll see how long the beard lasts, as they say. Yep, you know what they say. We'll see how long that beard lasts. Look at this guy over here. I wonder how long that beard will last. You know? Has anyone ever said that? Well, now they do. All right. Well, I think I fulfilled my obligation of nonsense. I hope, uh... I hope the Soaring Twenties Social Club finds this well-received. If not, as everyone else, they could go fuck themselves. And I mean that in the most endearing way. So, until next time, enjoy the renewal of life that's blossoming in the spring. Bask in the glory of the sun. Don't be a cunt. Do not be a cunt. And let's see how long that beard lasts. Shall we? Yeah, let's do that. Oh, I had a story. Fuck me. I already did my goodbyes. All right, I had a story. Uh, I was helping a buddy out this weekend because he had a sewage leak in his basement, right? He just, they started smelling shit. And then it started like bubbling up in the corner. They had to get a guy to dig it up. Whole fucking mess. Uh, septic tank company comes. They drain the tank. Ba, ba, ba. It's still leaking. So they call the plumber. The plumber. These fucking plumbers on Long Island, I tell you. Guy comes over and he's like, I got 20 years experience. This is groundwater. You need a, a sump pump over there. You put the gravel down, it pumps it out. This fucking guy. Saying he's got 20 years experience telling him it's groundwater. It's fucking sewage, bro. Sewage. It smells like straight shit and it's brown. He's telling him it's groundwater. So, they don't listen to him. And they call another septic tank company that comes and, and like, drains the neighbor's tank. Like, looks at the neighbor's tank. The neighbor's tank is full. Shouldn't be a problem, right? So, the neighbor's tank is full and... My buddy, he needed he needed help because he was just digging ditches around the house. He wanted to figure out where the leak was coming from because they thought it was the pipe that goes into their septic tank. So they had to follow the whole pipe. Turns out that wasn't it. And, uh, you know, by the time I got there, he had guys already taking care of it. They dug it up. And he's like, I, I was like, I'm coming over, man. Do I need a shovel? He's like, no, nah, I don't even worry about it. I figured it out. We figured out the problem. Uh, I'm high as hell on top of the world knowing that, you know, we can move on to the next phase. So as fate would have it, um, his house is next to the oldest house on the block, used to be an orchard, and what happened was, there was, get this folks, this is an anomaly, this is something they don't teach you about, this is something that should never happen, there was a rogue sewage pipe, that's right, a rogue sewage pipe connected to his neighbor's tank that somehow went into my buddy's basement. It somehow was a pipe from there into their basement that was just oozing 
all the stuff from the neighbors. And, um, you know, all the plumbers thought it was groundwater. The septic company thought it was a leak in the line. And it turned out to be none of those things. It turned out to be a rogue sewage pipe. So, again, life can't prepare you for everything. But you need to be prepared for how to react to such flowing underground rivers of shit that somehow end up in your foundation. So, you know, my buddy was glad. I was ready to help him shovel and do whatever because that's what you do. And uh, I'm very happy. And it was a hell of a story. And then then we had some beers and ate some pizza while the kids played Switch and ran around like uh, Looney Tunes. Which was fun. It was nice. That That's the kind of life I like. You're there with your friends and their kids. And your kids are getting along having a good time. And then you guys are at the table talking like adults. Because that's what adults do. And it's great. And then you go show them who's boss at uh, Super Smash Bros. Right? That's the fun part. And uh, it all turned out to be good. So, folks, I hope you don't have any rogue sewage pipes in your life. But if you do, know how to handle it. And again, don't be a cunt. I hope the meme beard lasts. I wonder how long that beard will last. Um, I know I'm repeating myself, but you should be used to it because I repeat myself. Uh, Bask in the sun. Buy me a cappuccino. I would like to thank Brother Keith, Sammy Hirsch, Connor, J-Dog, Dusty, old school, new man, Brother King Eric, Leslie the Lamb, Slayer, Johnny Ethereum, Kellen, Tommy, Jay, Bevan, happy one year anniversary to the Soaring 20 Social Club. All you clowns, I love seeing you and talking shit. Miss Betsy, thank you so much. Keenan the Plains Porkman, Nahum the Mayhem Master, and Brady's rich friend, Sammy Mfden. So, thank you all once again. I would like to add some names to that group. Maybe next week, buddies. Why don't you lift your fingers into that pocket and pull out a fucking cappuccino for your boy? Okay, thank you very much. Have a great day. Don't be a cunt. Thank you!